4: worry about that no no as the earthers say i am fit as a fiddle whatever a fiddle is maybe it's a bear something large you know, strong maybe ah. but i can tell you this i have just re- oh, oh. you just a moment i will talk to you soon you go there i will uh, deal with you in a moment ariane make sure they have signed all the correct forms yes good now Let me take care of this, and then I will take care of... Uh, Yes. Yes, it is fine. (sighs) Come, sit. This is how I have to deal with auditions nowadays. They all want to know, have I been inspected? Have I been checked out? I have been to the meds facilities in this town multiple times. I am, as they say, fit as a fiddle, as strong as a... um... What is that thing? You know, the, 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 the hooves, and the long face, and the... Oh, uh... A giraffe! Yes, I'm a fit as a giraffe. Uh, all it took was 34 injections, and then I'm perfectly fine. Anyway, you don't want to hear about my medical history. They certainly don't. But you want to hear about more of the town Marais Celestia, yes? Good, good. Sit, sit. Uh, maybe not that But Yes, that chair there. Good, good. Now, you said bring the chair closer. I do not want to yell, but uh, uh, my voice is a little weird. You maybe uh, get a bit of that, but don't worry about it. It will all clear up in time, I assure you. Stick with me. Everything will become very clear, or at least translucent. So, you wanted to know what happened after, well, how to explain the last story? Mirgrat in telepathic communication with the bugs, getting more and more information about the history of the bugs, had yet not able to retain any of it, barring a few words. And having to be in Medlab for an extended period of time. But since Mirgrat can't remember, and the penalty you didn't write any of this down so you can't remember, go go back and listen to the last one. Go I'll wait! Ah, tira do, sarai, rada do, rata. Simana tai, atarachu soyaati. Roto shoto Oh, did you finish? Good. Now, however things were not looking the same way for doo and Tai as they made their way to the bridge. So,
3: Ty and doo now you guys are heading off to the bridge, correct? Or to the captain? Yeah,
5: uh, yes, that was the plan, I think.
3: Okay. So, on the way there, again, there's more hustle and bustle. Get a sense motive check from both of you guys, please. Okay.
6: Oh.
1: Let me roll first, and I'll bring up my ah, character. Nice rolls. I had yeah. uh, Adobe quit a little bit ago, so I'm gonna roll, and then I'm gonna reopen the character sheet and give you the plus. Oh. I got 25.
3: Oh, ooh, 25. Okay. Well, and then we It all the probably
1: doesn't oh, matter what I have because I rolled a two, so. <laughs>
3: So yeah, so your uh, duty is focused on basically, okay, let's gotta do this, let's keep going. You're, you're still coming out of the fact that you had, you know, blue goo on your face not that long ago and there you're being dragged off to duty again. Yeah. But at the same time, it's the, okay, gotta do this. Ty, on the other hand, gets the idea of five.
1: Yeah, that would only be a 12, by the way.
3: Okay, that's not bad.
2: Yeah, 12's not terrible.
3: Yeah, Dulia is, is oblivious. Dulia is on, is on point doing what, even though you never were a full soldier, you were an agent, you, you kind of understand from being in Narn society, soldiering is a big thing. So you go, you do, you fight, you you know, very much direct. This is what we got to do. Ty, on the other hand, has figured out from both space trucking and being in certain, certain uh, truck stops, essentially. And there's there's got to be a, a spaceport. That's the word I'm looking for. Spaceports that every spaceport has a vibe. And if you've been to some of the nastier spaceports, you have to be on your guard about where you go just to kind of make sure your wallet stays with you. Mm -hmm. So in this case, you're looking around and the vibe off the ship now is starting to get worrisome. There's a tinge of panic in the air that you're finding actually a little tangible there is a bit more of a smell of desperation even through some of the you know the the mall area the the uh the first first class areas and the secondary class areas people are starting to wonder the casino is is a lot more crowded the shopping areas particularly things that would be either alcohol related or uh to use a kind of universal term soul food related so a lot of the uh, ice cream-esque stuff and a lot of the things that people would go to for comfort um, seem a lot more packed than usual and this has got your hackles up on end something's going down so into the captain and the captain is of course trying to run every test she can on everything out there she's issuing orders telling people okay do this Get make sure that's secure do that over there do we have any information there quick where's this this you know just basically issuing orders uh, also give me another sense motive real quick for both of y'all Nine. oh dude
6: 29.
5: just want to touch others like main skills and 13.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so there's Dooley going uh Dually reporting for duty as requested And you, at Ty, you get a general sense that Captain probably hasn't slept in days. Captain has been on edge for way too long. And unfortunately, you know the look that she's starting to get. The look that in any other situations where if you hear the phrase, we have to lighten the load, They start mentally calculating the weight of each each passenger.
5: Um. Well, I don't want a crazy person in charge of the ship where I'm currently stranded in unknown space, obviously. So even though normally I would not particularly care about this problem, I kind of like sneak out and call up Dr. Roar right quick. Mm -hmm. I'll do is talking because let's be real, nobody really gives a shit what I'm doing. In this
3: situation <laughs> I, I, I love the attitude of the the uh, I'm not crew nobody's gonna give a shit but so this person might okay so basically rather than doing the full check-in uh, when you see the captain you just you know mentally do the whole like pick up your, your your comm link and kind of do the ship oh hi I'll report right there absolutely on the way
5: yeah you know Uh, just kind of hang back a little bit and when Dooley goes in I kind of go back out
3: okay so we'll we'll take care of you leaving
5: leaving I'm just gonna make a phone call in the hallway basically
3: exactly you're basically going to get out of earshot at the bridge but once you're in a place where you feel like you can make a call discreetly then you're going to make a call yes okay so Dooley you come in Dooley reporting as ordered and the captain turns to you and just says, please tell me that you have figured out what's going on with those things.
1: To specify which things, please, there are multiple things.
3: (sighs) The things that came out of the Mabari, the things going on with this ship, why is there some strange occurrences going on in in, in the shuttle bay? Why have you been futzing around the medical bay with the blue goo and the brain that came on the shuttle you came on? is going on. So I will give him him, right?
1: Give him a very condensed version of the events minus us torching the room and uh, basically um, we now know about the time-traveling aliens and we now know about the bugs. We have not determined if they're related and... Uh, we believe our current position in space has to do with the time-traveling aliens, but I'm not sure. We are investigating, and the blue goo has something to do with the bugs, which is why we were investigating it.
3: Okay, good. like She like not... All right, good. You've been doing some investigating. Game is taken care of. It. Good. Uh, like,
1: okay. I, I forget what gender the... What is the captain's name again?
3: Joan. She is a, It's a she. Okay. A she, her, if you will. Dude looks over and just like, okay, so you don't have answers yet. We need you to. Uh, uh, all right, fine. She says, all right, fine. We're gonna have to send out shuttles to investigate. We're gonna have to send out a scientific crew to investigate those those planets and see if there's any place we can find for orientation. We're going to have to. We're gonna to have to do some something drastic.
1: If I can make a suggestion.
3: She basically she kinda of like throws her hands out towards you. I'm all
1: ears. Two of them, actually. One, we know that we have aliens on board, non registered guests, and we are attempting to find them to question them. Two, you're the occupants of the ship are getting very, very restless, and I believe this is due to the fact that they have no information and disinformation as a result is flying around. Issues you the
3: need... one. You failed your role. You didn't get that. Only Ty got that, unless I oh, the... mentioned it to you.
1: No,
6: I uh, doubt she would
3: have.
1: I mean, she might have. But
5: we... I, her,
6: but...
1: I know that... I don't know they're getting dangerous, but I know they're getting restless because when we were walking through steerage people kept asking us where are we what's going on if you remember correctly we had that one fight that uh she was involved in well not involved
3: but We but enough that, that that you know she probably got the report
1: um she doesn't she hasn't picked up on the whole we're now a you know fireworks factory with someone smoking just outside the door, but uh, she does know that people are getting antsy. So, you
6: know,
1: I don't know how to run a ship. I couldn't even begin to tell you what to do, but I know you need to do something because right now you have a crowd and you don't want it to become a mob.
3: kind of nods and says, very well. Understood. Oh, By the way, give me a diplomacy check, real quick. Oh dear.
1: <laughs> that is one of my better rolls, but I seem to not be rolling well today. So.
6: You're sorry? I took a little off.
1: Yeah. That's not. That's thirteen. Okay. Uh. Geez. So she's still very annoyed with me, but she might actually listen. I don't know. I'm just okay. presenting facts. I'm trying not to put any opinions in it because I know she's annoyed with me.
3: Okay, so at least she got a little bit better uh, than you, but she, she kind of went, I get that. I will take that under, under advisement. Fine, I will make it a, a standard announcement, start spreading the word. The captain is going to make a, a generalized announcement in the next 30 minutes. I need to figure out what my words are. Okay, I understand. Okay. As
1: we are investigating, I will keep you up to date, or I will tell uh, Chief Kali Chief, Chief Kali, who will keep you up to date. I apologize for not informing you earlier.
3: She looks over and says, very well. Dismissed. She immediately kind of turns on her heels back towards the scanner areas. Uh, give me a notice check real quick. Okay. Eighteen. Okay, Eighteen. All right. So, yeah, you kind of hear a little bit of her saying, okay, be prepared to launch probes and launch gout people. We're going uh, to need to find, and she kind of mumbles off a few things she thinks she needs to find, and you don't quite catch all the mumblings because, again, okay. she's in the middle of, of doing whatever, you're trying to leave. But at the same time, you also notice that this, you kind of notice from the docking screens on one side, this ship has multiple exits for shuttles. It should only have the one, the primary scoop up front, but it looks like it's got secondary areas that may or may not be utilized at the moment. Hmm. From you to Ty, Ty, you stepped out. You got on your link, you kind of did the whole, you know, uh, uh, Dr. Rule, and you hear a, uh, oh, God. this is Dr. Rule, what is it?
5: Hey, uh, your CEO is having a minor mental breakdown on the bridge right now. I think you might want to do something about this, doctor. Since you're a doctor.
3: He kind of like you go know, only here. What's going on? It's also you know sound. He's like, I understand. I don't have you, know, you don't have the full accreditation for uh, mental judgments. All right, I get you. Uh, let me let me get some oxy pills and uh, get dressed, and let me go. See if I can get the uh, the CO to, to take a quick eval. This is a. Yeah, you bit might of want to hurry farm. it up.
5: You might want to hurry it up, man. It's, uh, you know, getting a little sketchy around here.
6: Um, what I'm
5: saying is, the ship is not passing any vibe checks right now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for 10 minutes to say that. Sorry. So good, so worth
6: it.
3: Well, we're going to add that to the button list. Uh... (laughs) Oh. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, The doc thinks for a second. You can hear him thinking and rustling. It's obviously from the sounds. He's in bed, and, and you hear a little clinking, like, so, you know, being moved glass around. He says, all right. It's going to take me a little while to get up and ready to do a full eval. But, you're a doctor. Okay. So, if she is that stressed, if she is to the point where you feel that she is endangering the ship as much as everything else, this needs to be addressed immediately. So, I have a special solution to this problem. Are you willing to do this for me while I get everything together?
5: Um, you're going to want to tell me what the solution is first, Doctor.
3: It's perfectly simple. Just a little bit of an uh, anti-anxiety medication. I keep a special vial of it uh, at my desk. I'll give you the, the access code to get into that one drawer. Uh, just get that, add it to a couple, uh, cup of water, give it to the captain, tell her it's from me, then, and tell her it's doctor's orders. And that will help alleviate her symptoms enough that I should be able to check in on.
5: Yeah, that sounds simple enough. Uh, you're going to want to tell me what the dosage is.
3: Uh, it, it, it's all simple, it's all pre-packaged, just w- one tablet should do it.
5: Alright then. I guess I can
3: do that. Okay, good, alright, I'll be there as soon as I can. Uh, rule out place office, and yep. we'll close up the uh, I
5: guess I'm headed back to medical... oh shit, I should probably tell Dewey where I'm going first. She's talking to the captain and the captain's going to notice
3: well, right now, the, the, the basically your call is happening while Julie is probably in the middle of her. You need to get online because these people are going are, are panicking speech. So,
5: yeah, I'm just going to go to the cap, to the doc, go back to medical to Doctor Rule's office and get the stuff and then come back then.
3: okay that's easily enough done and it's probably not you know too much of an issue. If nothing else, you all, you both have links, so they should be able to contact. True. Okay. So, all right. Uh, while you know, Julie you're working on that. When you Dooley, when you leave, you notice there is no tie outside, because um, it does take, you know, it's not you know, around the corner to, to the med bay. It's, you know, a little bit, but mm-hmm. ten-minute walk. But again, it's still one of those things where, while Ty is doing uh, her thing, you go out. There's no tie, but everyone is active. So, uh, just to speed things along a little bit, I'll get back to Julie in a second. So, Ty. When you go to that Bay, first thing you also notice is everyone rushing around Mirgrat with scanners and transfusers and all sorts of medical attention as Mirgrat is thrashing and spewing.
4: Uh... And
5: well, if I had a cell phone in the 90s future, I would probably take a picture of this, but I don't, so I'm just gonna, like, stare at it for a minute and then, like, sneak off to Dr. Rule's office while everybody's distracted.
3: Fair enough. So uh, while you get to Dr. Rule's office, you find the you know his desk, and again his office is not large. Again, it's, it's barely more than a walk-in closet with a desk. I mean, it's just enough that he has a little bit of privacy for you know what he has to do—research or uh, phone calls—so he doesn't you know break HIPAA laws or anything else like that. But it's very minimal. And so you get into his office, and he's got you know a couple of cabinets in his desk and most of them are uh, number lock sealed or fingerprint lock sealed so you type in the code for the one lock lock seal and it does open and inside there's a number of uh, vials there's a number of notes a couple of uh, one big uh, notebook and the very large file—a a vial full of tablets that he mentioned to you before. Now, don't think of it as tablets like you're taking a pill or here's a you know extended-release tablet. These are tablets in the same way that sweet tarts are tablets. Yeah, like an Alka-Seltzer, or or, or Neco wafers, or Alka-Seltzer. Yeah, exactly.
5: Okay, yeah. So, it just so I'm
2: pretty sure those are all made of the same stuff.
3: Well, no, because we know that Necco wafers are made from wax, sugar, and evil. But uh,
2: uh they're actually made from chalk and despair. <laughs> should this size? be the time to mention that i like both sweet tarts and necco wafers <laughs> I like sweet tarts but okay i grew up in, in in massachusetts uh home of uh the new england confectionery company aka necco uh <laughs> creator of necco wafers uh the worst thing to get in your halloween basket um they make all the other weird... They made, they closed, because everything is awful and I'm old. Um, <laughs> they made all the other weird, gross candy, too. Like, did they make conversation hearts? Of course they did. I'm pretty sure they're made out of the same stuff as Necco wafers. Well, yeah, I remember those <laughs> fucking
1: things.
2: <laughs>
3: and, and,
6: yeah.
3: Uh, but yeah, you find the tablets. Like I said, you found the book. You find a couple notepads. Uh, I just want to check, because I know it's you. You just grab... The the tablets, or do you do anything else?
5: I'm just gonna grab the tablets, it's kind of an emergency, and like, as much as I love to snoop through other people's things, I also love not having the captain of the ship I'm on have like, an anxiety attack in the middle of an emergency, so. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually gonna take probably more than one of the tablets, like, a small handful, just in case, you know, you never know when you might need them, but like, yeah, that's all I'm gonna do.
3: So you probably are able to grab three tablets. So note that at your character sheet. Um, mm-hmm. I still want you and I'll be kind here because of drama, uh, give me a notice check.
5: This never goes bad. Four. <laughs> oh dear. Oh,
0: okay. I do not notice whatever it is <laughs> Okay, fair enough I, uh, So for the
3: purposes of drama, we'll have to wait uh, Like I said, I have Backstories on, on many people But again, that will wait for another time So You grab the tablet And when you leave the office Close it, nobody's really noticing you Because that's about the time that uh, You hear the Ungodly noise I mean, it will haunt you Ungodly noise of Miraat waking up, screaming, choking on on various fluids coming out of it, uh, and those fluids being sprayed against the far wall like again a Jackson Pollock painting or a fire hose combined.
2: I'm pretty sure everyone who was in that room is gonna have nightmares about that. <laughs> um,
5: this is the worst thing I've seen this week, but it's not. It's kind of, I don't know. I'm going to go through a back out, like, go out the back door if there's one, so I don't have to walk through that okay.
3: mess. So you're you're doing your usual, I'm not really here. Keep work, keep going in your business. Uh, oh, that reminds me. While you did this, and you brought Tubo with you to the captain, it probably meant that, and you, that Tubo didn't come with you here. He's probably waiting for Julie. is this correct?
5: Yeah, that sounds like, that sounds right. Yeah, he's, like... ...responsible enough to leave by himself for 10 minutes, just not in the middle of medbay for an indefinite period of time.
3: Gotcha. So... Oh, by the way, uh, also don't ask me why this comes to my brain. Somebody had sent me a uh, video a little while ago of, uh, excuse me, a hippo farting and having a bad time of it? That's kind of what it would sound like when Miragret finally wakes up.
1: Okay, that's, Trust
3: uh... It's a, it, it is a sound that haunted me for three days. I'm oh, not
1: sure I should Google
3: that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've already decided not to.
3: <laughs> so again, I, for all our listeners, if you absolutely want to know, this is kind of what it sounds like. Uh... <laughs> I don't recommend it. But or don't.
2: It's fine. You can live <laughs> fully.
3: <laughs> so, going back to the bridge, again, you grab yourself a couple, a uh, bottle of water, which is mostly what they have here for emergency uses, rather than, like, a cup, because, you know, who wants to carry a cup around to the thing? Just take a bottle, drop it in a tablet, and go. So, Dooley, when you leave uh, the bridge, you do find Tuvo there, who is, uh, eagerly waiting. I mean, he basically is, he's doing the usual fashion kid thing of toes, heel, toes, heel, toes, heel. You know, rocking back and forth. And he looks over and he says, oh, uh, oh, Julie, hi, uh, yeah, uh, mom, just, uh, had to make a call to the doctor, and she's gonna be right back. Are you sure? Okay, well, we'll...
1: We'll wait here for a little bit then. Um, <laughs> is there anything nearby, like food-wise? Uh, for the bridge,
3: not so much. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't think need... so. Not like close, close by. Again, you can make your way down to the the main shopping areas or one of the uh, uh, class areas down there, not too far away, and then get something. But otherwise, if you're just waiting for like uh, Ty to come back, again, you know how far it takes to get to MedLab and back. You're talking maybe 20 minutes total, depending on when she left.
1: Hey, remind me of the links. I can link her, right? Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna link her. Hey, uh, Ty, I'm gonna Dr. Whatever. I'm gonna take your the kid. We're gonna get some food. Um, and we'll meet you back at at the uh, the bridge. Uh, yeah.
5: All right. Sounds good. I'm on my way back. I'm okay. On my way back. I'll be back soon. Uh, Alright, it should take us. check on Mirgrat again
1: after we're done with
6: this. Okay, yeah, that's fine. We can do that. I love the cinematic
3: of you're like the, oh, we'll check on Mirgrat, see how she's doing, whereas Ty is like, going, I have heard things that no being should ever <laughs> hear. <laughs> should check on Ty! <laughs> oh, okay, that's fine. No, really, we should check on her! Um, So
1: yeah. So yeah, I'm going to take the kid and uh, we're going to go get some quick food and then come back because Lord knows when we're going to be able to eat again, and it's been a while since we have eaten.
3: Yeah. So you take that opportunity, and interestingly enough, there is, um, I labeled it before, and I'll have to look up the document of what the hell I said, but uh, there actually is a decent Narn place not far from you, and as you know, there is at least one Narn dish which is perfectly edible by humans.
1: Oh, it's right. He's human. Uh-huh. Uh, Preen? Preen!
6: <laughs> Otherwise it is you know,
3: Sweet... Uh, breen? Yeah, Otherwise, breen. Otherwise Meatballs.
1: Yeah, Breen. Swedish Meatballs. Which I happen to like, so I'll get us some of that.
3: So yeah, so you come into the, the place, and again, I completely forget the name of it. I'll look it up later, and if I remember it, I'll... I'll insert place name here.
6: <laughs> uh...
3: <laughs> wrote all this stuff down and completely forgot about it because I wrote it down like a half a year ago.
2: Uh, there's a place called Shokars Kill.
3: Well, there's that's like Kill. It's a
2: drowsy restaurant.
1: That's, that's a that's fancy, fancy. sit-down,
2: too.
3: Man. There there was another one. I can't remember what it was called, but it was, you know, I mentioned it in the uh, audio uh, demo of the, oh yes, come join his for the greatest uh, cuisine. Oh, and also we do this other place that does flarnfusion.
5: Flarnfusion. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, well, that's the good thing about green is that for, for for the most part, it actually is technically fast food. I mean, you can't eat it while you're working like a sandwich, but it's you know if you're able to at least sit down with a bowl of it, you're good, or hold up a bowl and devour, you're good. Not unlike when you get fast food in certain places in Europe, where or in New York, where you don't have a table, you have a bar you stand at. Uh,
1: like or the, it, the the high tables in. Uh... Panda Express.
3: Reuse those.
1: Okay. Oh, get, yeah. Panda Express has is standing tables,
3: so something like that. But again, most of the time the bars are up against the walls, so you, if you get the ones by the windows, you have a decent view. But otherwise, it's just large. The table's just large enough to hold your dish and like water to the side. But that's about it. Yeah. Okay. So again, if you're in certain pizzerias of Berkeley, I'd also say, oh yeah, go there. But we're not there. But you get the idea. But again, kids you know, he he's finds initially green unusual, compared to a lot of stuff he's used to, but in the human head he's in now, he's like, oh, this is amazing, and he's just like, you know, you, you've seen a 10-year-old who really loves their food. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. inhale it. it. Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Where you think to yourself, maybe I should take that fork away from him, he's just going to hurt himself
1: it won't um, matter they'll just hold the dish up to their food to their to their mouth exactly this <laughs> is <Just laughs>
2: accurate
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. all right so i will buy two more dishes to go and is i can walk and eat and and give the dishes for him to hold and say now one's for the doctor one's for you when we get where we're going so don't eat it yet
3: you know it, it, it you know again it's put into a bag it has the uh, reusable containers that it's going to go in recycling but otherwise yeah it's pretty much it's not unlike getting fast food uh, sorry a lot of places to go food now where they come to the plastic containers so yeah he's like okay i get that and he, he holds the bag and he's you know thank you thank you very much very polite kid and so you know he's happy as hell because he's a full b full of stuff he really likes and c he's kind of the i have a purpose now my purpose is to hold food for mom and other people <laughs> for me he later. went to private school <laughs> well you know, let's, let's just say he sure as hell didn't pick it up from his dad <laughs> okay now granted if he starts picking up the word you know fuck every three words then he picked that up from his mom okay oh, great
1: <laughs> all right heading back to the
3: bridge so you head back to the uh, so you're heading back to the bridge so you and ty get there at about the same time actually no ty probably gets there first because you know again your even tattoo takes more than a few minutes uh, and you come back, and yeah. You finish your brie. It's not bad. I mean, it's not the best brie you ever had in your life. But you're out, in the, you know. You're you're far away from home. You're far away from Earth, and you're using you're eating what is essentially uh, uh, not frozen meatballs, but close enough for jazz.
6: Yeah,
3: it works. You know, it's kind of the difference between. Um, it's the difference between. An amazing burger, like from Fuddruckers or Killer Burger or someplace where you know this comes with a whole bed of everything that you're you're eating. This this amazing burger on versus not McDonald's but Carl's Jr. Now okay. again, so you look at it and go, okay, I can identify this as a burger. So again, you've had worse, you've had better, but for the, for the itch you're scratching, you're 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 happy to pay the creds, which by the way is twenty creds all around. Good to know. <laughs> So, Ty, you get back to the bridge. You've got the bottle of water. You've put in the tablet. It fizzes for a second, and it does turn a color that's not unlike Romulan ale for a few moments. Um, but then it kind of dissipates to a... blue? A, yes, iridescent blue. Okay, yeah. got it. Uh, an iridescent sky blue for a moment before it kind of fizzes away to a blue tinge of water. I like you know uh, like almost like cool water level of blue, not like you know. Yeah, you get the mm. idea. Coolly, close enough. Kind of knock the... You know, you open the door. Uh, give me another. Uh, give me another sense motive of the uh, the captain, and basically of the crew. Just well, I'll do it in one fell swoop.
6: Okay.
3: Mm-hmm. Thirty. Thirty. Oh boy. So. You come in and you realize that you're probably looking at something very bad. Yes, the captain looks very stressed out. The people around them look very stressed out. Everything feels like, as you said, yes, a fireworks factory and somebody's smoking. And yet it's all centered around those three planets that are interlinked with the rings. And again, also the, where's the beacon? Why isn't there a beacon? We're lost without a beacon sort of thing. And they're really panicking and so the vibe here is that almost everybody here not just the captain but the first officer john miller and all the bridge crew kind of in a state of about to collapse one way or the other but they won't because they're good soldiers and good officers but still
5: well i'd like to interrupt the captain but that's never a good idea i know better than that so i kind of like stand there awkwardly with the bottle of water and wait for like the like lackeys to notice me
3: okay so uh john miller the first officer is the first person to notice you he looks over and says doctor what are you, what, what are you doing here we're kind of in the middle of something
5: uh okay. i have something for the captain uh, dr Rule told me to bring it up here i guess he makes wants to make sure she's hydrated or something anyway it's
3: it's from him uh, the captain basically just looks over. He says, "Once what? Fine." Grabs the bottle away from you, twists off the cap, throws the thing back like an alcoholic, until it's just drained of fluid in like a, you know, literally as fast as the as the fluid could leave the bottle. Chug, uh,
2: chug, chug, chug. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, side note. I used to be a teacher and I had a, one day we had to do something where everyone had to go get their, like picture taken or something in the library. I can't remember what it was, but I literally spent all day, you know, stand up, take, you know, get everybody in line, take them down, one by one is processed, take them back, bell rings, change of class, do it all over again. And then I had lunch duty where I had to be in the lunchroom doing guard duty essentially. So I was on my feet for like six hours, it, uh, six to seven hours. It got to the last period i hadn't had any fluid during that time because i hadn't barely had any time to stop for lunch but i had with me a bottle of san pellegrino a full 1.5 liter of san pellegrino and so i said okay kids you know this is my sophomore group so they're a little more mature say okay kids we've got this project to do we got to take you down there but before that i've been running around like a crazy person so who wants to see a trick and they all kind of went uh sure i want to see a trick so i grabbed the San Pellegrino. Pop it open, and in one swallow, just drain the whole thing. Nice. <laughs> and all the all the kids stared in absolute stunned silence until one said, "Up, dude, you must be fun at parties." Uh, <laughs> like. <laughs> oh my goodness. The uh, the best part was unfortunately, I responded with, "No, not as much as you." And then I tried to say the word think. But San Pellegrino is carbonated.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> so the word, I didn't say the word thinks, which is it erupt the word think in a belch. Uh, awesome.
6: <laughs> oh,
3: so I, I won the kids over that day. Uh, no kidding. <laughs> so yeah, so the, the captain just drains the whole thing and you know, everyone's like, okay, you know, it's not, that's it's very refreshing. Uh, thank you, uh, uh, doctor kind of passes you the bottle back with the kind of the idea of here you throw this away for me or excuse me to be more precise here you put this in the re- recycling re- uh, retention center uh, depository so it can be reused as other things somewhere in the ship
1: after seeing this I kind of mm-hmm. look around the bridge and I kind of take a quick step over to what was the first officer's name John something Miller, Miller. John Miller uh, what would his title be
3: uh, he's first officer, so technically he would be a commander.
1: Okay, uh, Commander Miller. Yes. When was the last time anybody on this bridge had something to hydrate with or eat?
3: Uh, it's uh, we've been kind of busy here. We 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 uh, we do what we can.
1: Okay, yes, but you have a ship full of civilians, and if you all kill over because you haven't had any liquids or food, this is not a good thing. Should we order something brought in? Do you have rations that would be acceptable to eat in this room?
3: Uh, it's, bar rations are fine. Just get them from the commissary. We'll, we'll, we'll deal with that. We'll have a chance to break when we're not in the middle of a, you know, lost in space territory. We'll, we'll uh, have a full meal. Uh, you know, is that agreeable? Okay.
1: Well, you understand that this is not quickly or easily solved. You're going to be here a while.
3: Uh, Okay, by the way, I need you to make a sense motive check.
1: Me? Okay. Um,
3: uh, Okay. Twenty-three. Twenty-three, okay. That's enough when you say, look. You realize we're going to be here for a while is when you see on John Miller's, Commander John Miller's face, his face go from I can deal with this to oh my gosh, you're right. Oh my god, we're... Oops. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you kind of headbutted him accidentally with what is essentially an obvious truth that people in command don't want to deal with at the moment because... Yeah. <laughs> so... Sometimes
2: you just need to nibble your problems into manageable little chunks
1: Do it all <laughs> Something time. like that so in but... and, and seeing this discussion, I say so we are working with people to determine where we are we just need you to keep the ship intact and in space and livable I, I we I've been tasked with trying to determine where we are by talking to some of the aliens on board who may know so I wouldn't worry so much about that but you do need to there are only so many people that can fly the ship you're one of them we need you to take care of yourself
3: kind of nods and he says oh, i understand very good." captain looks over he says very well very well you are understood i will take first uh first watch i'm going to keep an eye on this commander you take uh 20 of the bridge crew I need uh, R&R because we need to be focused and ready. So that's at least four hours of sleep plus, plus a meal before you're back here again. Sitting up, you know, four shifts each, you know, each shift. Four hours uh, four hours off plus food, then back. Understood? Get in. Yes, Captain. All right. we'll do this. And uh, give me one more notice check, Dooley. And if Ty, if you're in the room when this happens, you're welcome to do this as well. I'm still
5: here. Just okay. standing around awkwardly with this empty water bottle.
3: Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. All right, so... Kai does not notice this very much. Dulee does. And you can take this information for what you will, but I'm going to let you give this, this this little detail. Captain's eyes are now a different color. Um, they've shifted away from blue, and they're closer to green, almost like a bloodstone.
1: I kind of glance over at Ty and say, well, uh, then if you're gonna let people go eat, you don't need me to order food. I'll go back to my investigating.
3: Captain says, please do. If you get a chance, she. Uh, hold on a second. Okay. Uh. Dramatic pers- personas, She says, okay, if you can, we'll meet you. <laughs> <laughs> she, she arches her back a little bit
6: <laughs>
3: and she's like I, I, I can't, yes very well, uh, continue your investigation you may want to and she throws up a little bit, not like a gush but like a dribble out of the side of her mouth of this uh, not viscous, but not thin uh, blue fluid that comes out of the side of her mouth.
6: Quick question. Uh,
1: uh, remind me, do we have a test to know if aliens are occupying
2: people? No. We do now!
1: Hi, <laughs> mean,
5: sure doesn't, but she's going to yell at the nearest person to call a medical and tell them it's an actual emergency, quit dicking around, and get someone up here.
3: Which, by the way, I can see those exact words coming those out of you at a high words, volume. Yes. 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 Exactly. Since
2: they're still dealing with all of grads internal goos being external, like, there's a yes. lot of volunteers. That's what she means by <laughs> dicking around. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: so, immediately, the, the, the first officer just, like, starts beckoning, you, go, you, this, that, that you stay on station, get us, you know, this, do that, that, that he's got it on point, but he's also looking like ever see a guy at a a fair or some other major event where somebody has a little medical emergency and somebody who may or may not have medical training immediately starts issuing orders because he figured out the best way to get people to do stuff and stop panicking is actually to just give orders Mm
6: -hmm. Yeah, I am
3: usually that
2: guy yeah, I was gonna say I've was been that? that person before. <laughs> I'm usually that guy.
3: <laughs> Fair enough. So you're watching. Okay, you do that. You do that. You station. You do that. That you get this. Get that. Get the doctor. And, and the, the 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 captain's just. <laughs> I'll be okay. I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Do, captain, we're getting you down to med lab now. And immediately he points at uh, a few other crewmen. One of which is actually securities. you there. You there. Go now. Now. Now captain is like, no, 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 no! She waves, uh, give me a notice check.
6: Uh, let I should
1: have all these stats memorized, but I don't. Sure know this one. I mean, there's a lot of skills. It's the one I use constantly, even though I'm bad at it.
3: Well, it's okay, (laughs) we only use a couple couple skills, because everyone stays to their wheelhouse, and we're doing this more intrigue than, than combat, so it's very different than a lot of other uh, RPG games. So we're trying so, thing <laughs> hold,
5: Yeah hold kind I don't think combat would be any better, so
3: <laughs> As somebody pointed out, we are closer to a Call of Cthulhu game than we are to a Babylon Five game. It's like yep. the, Oh look, danger, run So yes, both of you you know, try to notice a few things, but yeah they don't you go notice the doctor sorry, the captain trying to push away the guard, saying, No no, I got this. no, 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 no don't, 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 don't! And as she kind of keeps to her feet, she's still a little hunched. Uh, you've seen somebody who has been like, really, really sick, uh, like vomiting up their lungs, and they try to make the walk from the bedroom, bathroom to the bedroom, and they have that hunched walk.
6: Uh, the hunched
3: fucked.
2: <laughs> I've been that guy, too. <laughs>
3: In there. So the- so the captain's giving one of those just like hunched over I can do it I can do it I can do it slow baby walk steps out and they're like we're we're getting you we're getting you a stretcher come on come on somebody get med lab uh, mid bag get get him over here now immediately okay we got it we're we're, uh, already on call got it Uh, Dr. Rule's on the way so but yeah you see the captain push away people I do it do I do it do I
6: do it
3: survey says okay I'll do it at one point, captain grabs onto Ty, like just grabs the lapels, and she sort of looks you right in the eye, and her eyes have changed to... Okay, you know what a bloodstone is, right? Let
5: me just google that right quick.
3: <laughs> a bloodstone is a, is a stone that's usually kind of green, but it has flecks of red in it. Okay, yeah. So it's
5: that's
3: what called cool. call a bloodstone. Now watch it kind of inverse a little bit so that the red is starting to overtake the green or you now have red eyes with a little flecks of green in them. That um, sounds
6: bad.
5: It <laughs> uh, yeah, probably, probably not good.
3: She's hmm. she so like, no, 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 aliens, alien. alien. no, the aliens, no, no. No, no, the the the, 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 the 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 president and the no, we're not going to no, no. Uh, she looks, grabs you in the in, in the uh, lapels, looks you right in the eye, and says, him I, Em, and I." And just like collapses a little bit, but not enough to lose consciousness. Just kind of like drops down to all fours and just you know. I would say briskly crawls, but definitely more than the I can barely move crawl, but definitely the I have to get out of the way before everything else collapses crawl. And everyone's like, Captain, let me help you up. Let me help you up. And uh, she's like, oh, uh, oh, oh. She just keeps repeating the word no over and over again. And by this time, Dr. Rule does arrive. He uh, looks over and says, "So, uh, so what's going on? Captain, uh, first doctor, pet.
5: I like kind of
3: shrug like I don't know <laughs> I was never here doctor I don't know what you're talking about I look but, anyways, at commander
1: Miller like you know you're in charge here explain what's going on <laughs> yeah
3: she says the doc had, had the drink he's she sorry doc the captain had the had the drink she start uh, started to feel a little bit better but then she just started like just screaming and the blue stuff came in her mouth and look at her eyes he takes out his sensor, opens up her eyes. I see, I see. And then he kind of like gets close to look at her eyes, like very close up. Like he's, you know, wrenching tr- her eyelids apart with his thumbs and getting almost with a kissing distance as he looks inside the eyes.
6: Yeah, okay,
3: I see that. Got it. Got it. Yes. Okay, good. All right. Then he gets back up. All right. Uh, you know, makes a couple of signals as a couple other uh, paramedics come over with a uh, stretcher. He says, all right, let's get her on, on here and get her, uh, get her back to the med bay. I can't
2: I can't distance. Kissing distance is really not a thing you want associated with eyeballs ever. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I couldn't think of a better metaphor. I've been alone too long. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, but basically, yeah, I'm trying to well, almost in her face, just kind of like eyeball to eyeball, trying to look into. It. But then they get their stretcher, and they get going. And then looks over, uh, rules says, Looks over at Miller. And says, "Okay, uh, uh, commander." take good care of her you do what you gotta do uh, don't mind us we're gonna keep her at iso lab just in case and says, good get me informed uh, yes sir absolutely sir and, uh, you know uh, do what you can sir and they the, the medical team and dr. rule just like get out as fast as possible because they're keeping an eye on uh, the, doc- uh, the captain who is screaming no essentially
1: I looked at Ty and I said we need to follow them um, sure why because I don't think that's our captain, and whatever you gave her is possibly pushing them out.
3: Mm. Yeah, all right. Okay, so and, uh, you're taking Tubo with you just in case? I'm just keeping track Me, of him. Yeah, oh, yeah, we're, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, we're no, not going to no. leave him on the bridge. <laughs> He's going with. Okay. okay. So you guys uh, follow the staff, but you, as far as I can tell, because you also asked if thinks you're staying like uh, about like a minute behind.
6: You
3: know, like thirty seconds 30 behind. Seconds seconds, rush, yeah. You know. mm-hmm. So, mirror that, and you? Yes. Uh, when you stop spewing, you're still shaking. You've got a couple of uh, of uh, uh, transfusion packs going on in your system. You've had, you've
2: had a day. Yeah, it's just been kind of like that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, when you start doing the, uh, okay, I'm here, I'm awake, I think I have everything, And you're trying to scroll like, on any data pad you can what you remember. It's limited, but it's, you remember some things.
2: You know, I wouldn't have to be scrolling myself if someone had produced my interns as I requested.
3: Well, again, they don't know that your interns are uh, who they are and where they are.
2: I'm just saying, someone it's should fair. have asked about my interns.
3: And a lot of them probably also stuck the word intern as some sort of a glitch in your translation matrix. But otherwise, yeah, they kind of hand you a pad, you start, you know, jotting down notes here and there as you're being pumped full of all sorts of other fluids just to make sure you don't, you know, collapse. And that's well, yeah,
2: it's good. good to have a top
3: up. Sorry, what? It's good to have a top up. <laughs> good to have a top bunk, you said?
2: Top bunk. Yeah. Top okay, sorry.
3: Yeah, like with
2: all um, the so- for your car?
3: Okay, good. Thank you. I'm sorry. The phrase "top off" over here means something completely different. <laughs> uh <laughs> I had to. D- I wanted to double check before I assumed anything. Uh, <laughs> yes, good
6: decision.
3: <laughs> that was mostly of the. Did I hear that right? Oh, that right, God, <laughs> Again, I have been. I've been, <laughs> been single for far too long. <laughs> so, yes, while you're doing this and getting your your. your, your Full of fluids, as you say, topping off, you know, just a little extra here, no problem. And, you know, you probably make a joke or two of the, oh, while you're down there, can you rotate the tires on my feet?
2: No, Mirgarat wouldn't make that joke. (laughs) That's the woman, Mirgarat would not.
3: (laughs) Fair enough. So, yes, you're trying to get all the information down when you see Doc Rule returning, and he passes right by you with a stretcher heading straight to one of the isolabs. It's the same one that was recently sterilized, that you kind of look at and shudder because, yeah, every time you're looking at this now, it's going to hurt. I, I'll Give me a notice check. You're at a minus two, by the way, because you're still recovering. But give me a notice check.
2: Great. All right. Eighteen.
3: I'll give it to you. So you notice it's Captain. You've met the Captain a couple of times. And you see that this is the Captain on the stretcher that they're bringing into the, the isolation lab also took you a second because while you recognize the hair which is blonde uh her skin tone is more sapphire
2: uh don't forget that i see in infrared Ah,
3: that's true excuse me my apologies so you would not know uh, what the blonde or the sapphire looks like specifically so in this particular case you would recognize that her skin flushness has changed and you would probably say has dropped a number of degrees uh, easily but still retaining the what might be considered shimmer of full-bloodedness
2: so either the captain has hypothermia or she's having some kind of medical issue with her body temperature
3: but even then her body temperature doesn't look like it's affected, it's, it's again I don't know how to translate this into infrared because all you know, infrared is when we, we get it through our eyes, it's the brightness factor of a particular thing but um, again, it's as if the, for lack of a better term, the dimensional and thermodynamic properties of her skin have changed.
2: Huh. That's
3: unusual. Mm-hmm. So, so while you're doing well, this, everyone's like, again, people immediately get off, once you're like fully full of uh, vials and fluids, or you know, at least you know, lines in, and they see the captain, everyone rushes off you and they rush to there immediately. Everyone suits up, they, you know, put on hazmat gear, essentially, or, you know, mask up for, for infectiousness. And they immediately go in to see what go- what's going on. The captain is screaming, no, 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 uh, no. Minbari, no, no, Minbari, Minbari, no.
2: That sounds like she's having a war flashback. That's not my part. So. What did she say that's
3: to me? Not... I forgot.
1: Sorry,
5: what was that? What did she say to me on the bridge? I forgot.
3: Uh, damn Mimbari.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So... Okay. Don't um, really mean
5: anything to tie. She knows the Earth Mimbari war happened, obviously, but that's the extent of it, because why would a procuri care about that? Does... Uh, because they were probably selling to both sides? Well, sure, but otherwise. <laughs>
6: Well,
3: here's another question. Do you have Knowledge Human? Or Knowledge Mavari? have
5: Knowledge Human.
3: Okay, give me a quick Knowledge Human roll. Uh, I know that Ty has that. Does anybody else have Knowledge Human?
1: I believe I'm I am king. Um... I have... Yes, I have Knowledge Human.
3: Okay, so yeah, for Sorcerer, this is complete. like... I don't know, you remember that the war thing, but that's about it. Go ahead, uh... The other two to Do you human? Okay, 15. Julie, fifteen. All right. Here Somehow no, we should not be shocked with a twenty.
6: Twenty. I, I mean, it's uh, not a natural one.
2: What is with your rolling today? <laughs> um, I, ha- I have a lot of knowledge of other cultures because it helps with uh, my medicine bonus. True. Well, yes, but you've also—I don't. Except when rolling
1: damage, you haven't rolled low all day. I don't think.
2: <laughs> um, I have. Okay.
3: So here's another thing for you. Does Does anyone else also have myth knowledge, Mimbari?
1: Nope. I do.
3: I figured as much.
1: No, I don't. Go ahead and roll
3: that too.
2: Twenty five. <laughs> wow. Okay. So Man, aside from their insides being outside, Migrats really on a roll
6: this session. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So about this, like I said, about this time when you're noticing all this, and again, we'll get to what you rolled specifically if right? so I just to see whether or not this could be conveyed to the group or just conveyed to Meregrath. Uh, but, again, everyone kind of gets together because now you're all in Med Bay, so you kind of, I'm assuming, gather around uh, Meregrath's bed because uh-huh. you're all... I don't. But you don't?
5: Nope. While everyone's distracted and people are talking to Mirgrat, I'm going to sneak back off to Rule's office because I am very sus about whatever the hell he told me to feed the captain. Gotcha. Ah, yeah. And okay, I know he's you. busy, so...
3: So now you have a chance. Oh. Okay, we'll get to you in a second.
2: I fully totally oh. endorse this sneaking.
3: Uh, because I know we're getting close to time anyway, but again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave on a good note. Do Lee, do you uh check in with Mirgrat, or what are you doing?
1: Yeah, I go see Mirgrat. Um, yeah. because two reasons one, my friend, and two I think she might be able to determine if the captain is the captain because my suspicion is is that although the body snatcher aliens probably don't have a physical sense or maybe they do, I don't know we don't know, but they seem to I, I suspect that the captain may have been taken over
3: yep Oh, by the way, the, uh, thing I'll do for later, I just have to mention now, Chetok's Emporium features the latest in classic Narn cooking. Under the beautiful red ambience, you will enjoy green golf, and spoo, just like your grandma, uh, couch mother used to make. Just had her mention that. Anyway, so there's part, part, but, <laughs> uh, that's for later when I do the insert here. You, uh, you talk to M- Mirgrath in, you know, Mirgrath is up and, and taking notes quickly, and. Uh, this is when, again, by the time you come over and say hi, is also, like I said, the the, the captain is still screaming, uh, no, Mimbari, no, Mimbari. May commence.
1: How? Just, just, uh, to Lee's knowledge, the age, was it, it mentioned how far back Ty went? Do we know how, how when that civilization existed? Uh, I believe it was 4,000 years ago. Let's okay, and how old are the Mimbari?
3: Uh, nobody knows. Uh, I don't have the Mimbari book in front of me, so I can't tell you specifically. Um, or do I? Uh, well, that's what Google's uh, yeah, for. yes, I do. Mimbari generation. I did have a copy. What do you know? Uh, <laughs> according to the book, let's see, what we got here. The earliest is they don't mention. Get it. Um, uh, i I'm, I'm, got it.
1: I'm on, I'm on the wiki right now,
3: okay. Uh, Bumaric for history,
6: oh.
3: early history and first encounter is uh 8,000 dv. I don't know what dv means. Uh, they know. achieved
1: interstellar travel in the early mid 13th century of human history,
3: okay. That sounds about right. So,
1: so that's at least 2,000, 2,000 years, years, and they have to exist at 1,000 before then. Hmm. So it's possible that the early, you know, not medieval, what's before medieval? Like 500 Roman-type knew of these, these creatures. Depends on when they got space travel.
3: Oh, okay, sorry, now I understand the D, V, and A, V, now it's, uh, Age of, or- uh, of Valen, and before Valen. Oh, uh, So yeah, okay. <laughs> looking at the book here, yeah, their Dark Century was, again, Valen was a thousand years ago, and their history goes back 8,000 years, but that's, they don't, re- uh, according to this, 5,000 years in isolation, yeah, they didn't get space travel until much, much later
1: you're yeah. talking I always got the impression they're a slow moving society they're very deliberate and precise
3: true and according to some of this though you guys don't <laughs> yes ah here we go Mimbari take to the stars uh, 1300 dv to 9 dv so you're talking uh, 2300 years before Babylon 5 Babylon 5 was 2260 so you're talking yeah 22 minus 13, uh, you're talking, that's what? Eight.
4: Eight?
3: Yeah. 800 years. Right. Right, yeah. Sorry, 22 minus, actually, no, That's be about, about, about zero. About zero. Because we talking... 20, 22 minus 13 is not zero. Okay. So, okay, <laughs> 20 <laughs> 20 that. All right,
1: what are we Pick trying to do out. here? 22 <laughs> minus 13. Minus <laughs>
5: 1300. <laughs> Uh, around 900... Eight to 9, yeah. Yeah, around There's, 900 uh, Earth so. times, give or take a few hundred, like, this a runs, years or yeah. so.
6: So it's, it's basically,
3: it's a, th- it's a thousand years from 2260, so that's uh, so that's going to be 1660, uh, sorry, 1260, and then 1,300 years before that, so you're talking plus or minus zero by 100 years. That's when they first got to space travel.
1: Yeah, that's why I said 8, because okay. it's... Mm-hmm. according okay. to the wiki it says about then yeah. uh, in, human time equivalent so okay so yeah anyways Julie's going over to Mirgrat who I have to ask what does she what do they look like are they still covered in internal goo or
2: I imagine that someone has has helped Mirra wipe off the various
3: goos Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, the, anything that's fleshy, yes, she's cleaned off. Anything that's clothing will probably need to be replaced.
2: Well, um, I'm I'm assuming that Mirrorat's like in a hospital gown or something.
3: The, the equivalent, in, but yes.
2: Like a special Marat hospital gown, which is actually in like five layers.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but they have to do it back yeah. and front, back and front, back and front, so you know nothing's exposed.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, Pop are, are are very. Uh, They like to be shrouded
3: and swathed. So, okay, but yeah, you go talk to to Mirgrat, who is, again, for the lack of part, not looking the worse for wear, all things considered, just a lot lighter. Uh,
1: okay. Um, you don't look well. Are you... How are you?
6: I am not
2: great! become outside. Oh. Um,
1: I don't think I can help with that. Can I?
2: Not at I have... this time. I am currently working on reintegrating all of the various foods I have been supplied with.
3: Okay.
1: What does the doctor say?
3: Oh, uh, do the, doctors uh, the doctor say? She'll need uh, that. Mirrorgrat will need bed rest uh, for a while to recoup fluids that has been introduced. We'll probably need three or four really good meals to introduce the right bacteria as well as nutrients, but they're doing that chemically right now. Uh, again, three or four days, be up and running.
1: So, Mirrorgrat has this mixture, er, not Mirrorgrat, sorry, <laughs> Julie has this mixture of expressions across her face looking at Mirgrat. Uh One, she's glad that they are on the mend Uh, two she is a little disappointed that she can't then turn around and ask Mirgrat to help her communicate with the captain who she's now convinced is an alien so (laughs) um what caused this? what what happened while I was out?
2: I was attempting to telepathically gain knowledge of our adversary the incest
1: the insects are adversary and not the alien creatures who take over bodies?
2: There are more than one alien creatures taking over bodies at the moment, and we are capable of having more than one adversary.
1: You are correct. Um, did you learn anything that we could use now?
2: I do not believe so. However, my memories are somewhat hazy. I sustained a great deal of internal damage.
1: Have you tried just recording everything you remember?
2: That might help you remember more. Do you- I've been working on that. Unfortunately, the requests to produce my interns have not borne any fruit. Interns? Yes, I know what Intern Wagner and Intern Tuvo. Oh.
3: Well, I... Tubo is here now, so that's good.
2: Yeah. Oh, Tubo Tuvo's vote, with Dooley and not with Ty? Okay. Right.
3: Wait, what? Oh, because all three of you came down to the med bay, but Ty snuck off to go do the uh, go do the intrigue. So I'm assuming Tubo was with Julie.
5: Yeah, she would have left her ten year old behind while she goes off to steal and snoop through people's crap. That's you mm, know. I figured
6: as much. Mm. It's just you not
1: very helpful. <laughs> uh, Mégret, do you have your recorder on you to make notes?
2: I do. Well,
3: okay, okay. it was in my robes. Apparently,
6: this is an issue.
3: Unfortunately, video recorders are not allowed in.
6: Uh, no, I... a... Oh, Go was ahead. it a video
1: recorder? Because I'm thinking the, uh, like the old micro
2: tape recorders that they used to have in the 80s. I oh, know. I mean, no has a... does audio and video oh um, um I, th- I think at this point they're just going to hand the data pad to Tubo and 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 have him start like taking dictation no. yeah
3: okay because again remember the the this is also a medical center so hipaa laws would apply
2: yes yes
3: so uh, in this particular case the recorders which we've discussed are the floating camera types that also do audio as well as visual uh those were disabled when you came into medbay specifically for that reason
2: Okay, so
1: yeah, uh, I'll set two vote helping Mirgrat take notes to record, because my thought is, I mean, what often happens, once you start talking about it, you remember some things, it leads you to remember more. But okay. we need to do that now while it's fresh in your brain.
3: Okay, so, so you did roll up very well for something previously when the captain was, was brought in, for Meregrat, and everybody else got, okay, when they started screaming about the whole, you know, the captain screaming, you know, no, Mimbari, scream, everything else like that, Meregrat, again, is probably, like I said, I'm going to do this for dramatic purposes, so anyone stop me if I do this wrong, uh, but basically when the captain he looks over and screaming, he's like, yeah, okay, and Dooley says, write down everything, too, go get everything down, oh, and looks over, the captain screaming, no, Mimbari! You know, Dooley, under her breath, starts wondering, huh,
0: I wonder what that's about. So, Miragraph,
3: here's, th- here's some data that you know based on your information from uh, from both your history, knowledge, knowledge history of Mimbari, and knowledge uh, human. So, yes, there was the Human-Mimbari War, but that was 15, 20 years ago now? It's been a long time, and so that's not really usual. Again, you'll have some people who have you know, twitches about, you know, being in the Mumbari War, and she might be old enough, but it seems that, you know, this might have come up earlier in the situation, particularly because the ISA has been around for at least a year, and here she is on an ISA vessel. Not exactly what one would assume goes in that direction. Second part is that, yes, during the time when there was the unusual president, of Earth, there was this huge anti-Mimbari propaganda machine that was cranking out things, including this claim that Delen, which even your people see as something of a miracle. I mean, how rarely does one species become another? Basically, there was this whole propaganda that the Mimbari were trying to make humans into Delen like hybrids. That Delen was, of course, the, you no. Know, uh, first attempt. At least that was the propaganda. Uh, later has come out that that is not the case, yadda yada yada. Again, you've watched the show, you know the details. Um, so you're thinking to yourself, well, that could be it, and again, the whole damn Minbari is strange, but then you realize, remember, something else. Now, this is where your your knowledge roll came through, which was uh, there was a couple Minbari brought on board, one of which was on the bridge causing the problem when you guys were transferred here out of hyperspace. So, there are a couple of things that come into with the No Dan minbari. It could be talking about that one. It could be talking about the most recent human civil war in which Minbari were a, uh, a focal cry of the invader. It could be the, the human-Mimbari war that was 15-20 years ago. Of course, you would estimate based on the apparent age of uh, the captain, that if she was involved in the Human Minbari War, she would have been really, really young, like straight out of academy young. And in this particular case, there's a couple things that seem to be coming up, particularly as she's struggling now. So give me a knowledge, uh, an intelligence uh, check. So what is your intelligence, Miragrat?
2: Uh I believe it is 16.
3: All right, roll a d20.
2: 20.
3: Oh. oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Wow. not hold. Uh, okay. In any other D&D game, this would have been a great roll. But for this one test that I do, it's the one you botched. And it's like, okay, so you're not putting two and two together. But the facts that I listed all come to mind when she starts screaming, you know, no Mimbari.
2: You know, Mewrat probably recognizes that they're running a little bit low on some of the more vital of the brain juices, so they're just going to, like, have Tuvo Tubo take notes on everything that comes to mind.
3: And it may come out as some, like, hyper hallucinogenic rant, but otherwise, your are asleep to five rant, but otherwise, yeah, Tuvo has been doing his best to keep up based on your translator uh, which, again, thankfully paces things down slightly uh, so that humans have a better chance of understanding it, even though you have the, as I've described it to people at the convention, the voice of a K-pop star on crack. Yeah, but he's still keeping up with everything. He's, like, seriously taking notes, and not too bad for a kid. But, again, he was born with a pad in his hand, so he can type at least fast enough.
2: Yeah, he's a real good intern. He, you know, yeah. Good job, Intern Tivo.
3: He goes to school. <laughs> You're paid enough for it. Uh, mm-hmm. Lee watches the captain and checks in with Miregret. Miregret spews whatever she can. Uh, they can remember for to two to figure things out. We turn to Ty. Oh, first things first, Ty. But I need a stealth check to see if you can whisk yourself away while everyone else is looking at stuff.
5: My health is oh,
3: stealth is really low. Four. Four. Oh,
2: wow. Saw that one coming. Yeah. This is like that scene in Pirates of Penzance where they're singing real loud about how stealthy they're being. I mean, ah. she just walked back there before, so I
5: figured she wouldn't try to sneak around. People think she's a doctor. She's just going to walk in there, like, into the hall or wherever the office is, while everybody's busy.
0: Okay, I had
3: a dramatic moment coming in, so I'm still going to let you roll again, just in case. I'm gonna assume that people see you and, uh, you know, go in, and you're like the, I was in here, um, you hold up the vial and the, I gotta return this. Yeah, uh, go ahead like and give me another stealth roll, just in case.
5: 21. Okay,
3: 21.
5: Oh, wait, my bad. So, I fucked that
3: up. What was your up? 11.
5: Oh, great, okay, 12. 12. 12. Okay, I'll, I'll always give 13. you this. Right. Yeah. It's a wild ride.
3: Yeah. Uh, give me a bluff check real quick. Great. Okay. So yeah, so yeah, so one of the nurses do see you going towards the doc, you know, trying to get into uh, uh Doctor Rule's office, and, you know, he's like, uh, what, what are you doing? And you immediately, you know, hold up the vial and the couple of tablets, look, Doc asked me to get these, I'm putting the spares back, don't worry about it, he knows about it, we're good. And he just kind of goes, oh, okay, and immediately goes off to help the captain. Okay. So, you open the door, close it behind you, what do you do? What do you, you're going to, like, you're going to search, right?
5: I mean, I can get into one drawer in his desk, so I'm gonna open that one first and start going through it. Because why would I bother trying to open the locks on the other ones? Hey, really on I believe
3: that. that's an investigate.
1: Okay, Let's see, this is gonna be good. Oh, six, six.
5: Okay. <laughs> You're good
6: today,
1: You're right? like doing everything that Dooley is good at. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right.
5: Dooley has to do everything Ty is
1: good at. <laughs>
3: Okay, Like I mentioned, there were a couple of bottles of pills, a couple bottles, the, the, the tube of tablets like you picked out, the couple of notes in the book.
5: Yeah, I'll just read through the notes, I guess. I don't know. Like, I'm figuring either he accidentally told me to give the captain the wrong thing or the captain is having some kind of weird reaction to this drug, but I don't know enough about drugs to know what kind. Or something really suspicious is going on, and like the doctor told me to give the captain some kind of hallucinogenic or something and now she's having a real vivid war flashback okay so either he's a bad guy or he fucked up okay so i I'm really just... just want to see if it's the first thing I okay. what's sitting uh, around his
3: fair office fair enough do you have any medical uh skills i do not okay uh what knowledges do you have
5: i have customs laws and humans.
0: Okay. Give me a knowledge human roll.
3: Okay. Five. Uh, oh, natural one to boot. Oh, dear God, the diets are not liking you today.
5: I'm just going through his stuff to see what, if I can find anything suspicious. I'm not looking for okay. a specific Initially, thing because I wouldn't know what to look for.
3: Okay. Uh, again, you go through the vials. Most of them are labeled with cryptic... Names, not like, you know, Escatala Pram or Ask Your Doctor if Genocide CCC is great for you. It's more like, you know, 2X3892S-4, sort of like, you know, names. And. Honestly, that's
2: kind of suspicious. Because, like, you'd expect a doctor to have a shit ton of pharmaceutical samples, but, like, random, unlabeled, random, like, critically labeled shit?
5: Yeah, but that wouldn't cross Ty's mind because she's not a human doctor, and maybe Mimbari or Bakuri doctors do this, or maybe not. Also, she rolled a next one.
3: Exactly, that one on humans. Like, I don't know what they do. Maybe that's normal.
5: Yeah, okay, right. Looking for some very obvious thing, like a piece of paper with oh, "I'm
3: gonna kill the captain" written in giant letters, something like that. All right, I'll give you one more thing, like, because, like I said, you had, you gave me this great opening, and I want to use it, but I also want to be honest to the rules, so. Uh go ahead and give me an intrigue check. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. There we go. Oh. Take a twenty natural twenty. There we go. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> Thank the gods. Finally! <laughs> Alright, so you run around the desk and you still have access to that one drawer and there are a few other drawers that you could you know if you wanted to you could try to pick. Uh it looks like they're basic key codes. Not that hard. You know, again, if you have a high uh, subterfuge, then they're probably normal. Um, like but, medium, but I going to go
5: for the one that's open because that's the easiest one to get into and she doesn't have all day to root through this guy's desk.
3: Okay. So the notes themselves are little scrollings here and there, also under the same sort of code, but it's talking about, you know, uh, formula 2x-4 produces results A, results B, and results C, so little, like, notes like that. Uh, but you eventually get yourself to the book, and the book is a, it's not the book, but it is a, uh, what the size of a, of a small journal? So again, not huge, doesn't fit in your pocket, but you know, you're not talking, you know, eight and a half by 11, you're probably talking closer to three and a half by five, or mm. probably closer to four by six. But leather bound has the, the fold on it, so that it's perfect for just doing individual notes. But all it is is symbol bound, so you quickly open it up and you kind of flip through some of the things, and you're noticing some of the diagrams, I mean, most of it's in some sort of code, but you're noticing some of the diagrams are of cell structures integrating with other things. Nanite structures, which again, you can kind of go, oh, that it might be medical stuff or something else like this, but it starts getting weirder and weirder as you read through the things. I uh, had things listed, now I've got to go find it again. Here we go. So, here we go. So, apparently, what you're looking at, besides notes, is also a personal journal. As he, and it's not the standard log entry. This is very much written in a flowing pen handwriting. He's actually writing it in pen. It looks like he's writing down notes for some sort of experiment that he's been running for... At least according to the notes, 30 or 40 years. He, he refers to his project as social evolution and talks about the great experiment. And he says it, you know, eventually calling it the G-E throughout some of his notes as you kind of skimly skim through it. It looks like he was been experimenting on basically the chemicals that you have in the drawer are his experimentations on certain avenues. Uh, One seems to be trying to replicate the Dilgar anti-aging formula. One seems to be integrating nanites for growing possible technomage technology or harvesting, as he calls it, first one uh, techno-organic technology for integration. Some of the notes, you notice, actually have an EarthGov seal. They're, mm. like, copies of this, like, physically-made, printed copies of what were essentially EarthGov digital to- digital documents.
1: Mm-hmm. I
5: am going to stuff that book down my shirt because either someone's going to want to know what's in it, or it's full of incredibly valuable information, and keep rooting around looking for other
3: stuff. Okay. Uh, well, that's the drawer itself. Did you want to try any of the other drawers?
5: Um. I don't think Ty would do that because that's just getting greedy. She will, like, look over the crap that's on his desk and if she doesn't find anything, she's just gonna, like, get out of there while the get this good.
3: Okay. Just for my head, though, roll a subterfuge roll. Three, twenty-three. Twenty-three. Uh. Out come the cards
6: and. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay by the way the three that came out is to be edited in the podcast plot twist I always laugh when I pull out plot twist cards and the card I get is plot twist uh,
2: <laughs> yeah that's a little that, come on <laughs> I didn't charge you for that card
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, next one, the next one is hidden secret and something lost so when you stuff the book down your pants you accidentally like a key falls out of the book And you kind of go, okay, and you quickly just kind of check the other drawers, and it does open another drawer in there. Now, not only do you find a couple other notes, records, files, as it were, including a complete data pad uh, that it seems to be like, you know, charging at the moment, you also notice EarthGov, uh, the remnants of an EarthGov medical uh, uniform, barely more than just a a patch with the badge and the, the stat bar on it a couple of medals that were awarded by President Clark to Christopher Rule and signed documents, uh, basically from, which indicate that he is to return to earth in 20 years, not before, or quote, crimes against biology.
6: That's
4: bad! Indeed. Though, in some ways, he's still better than my last doctor. Oh, so many injections. So, you want to know what happens to the doctor next? You'll have to join us again on another episode of Odyssey, a Babylon 5 story. (coughs) Oh, oof. No, that's nothing to worry about. No, you go to your drink. I have uh, auditions to do. And more health certificates to fill out. So many health certificates. Have they signed all their forms?
0: And that's where we're in for this week. I want to thank everyone for joining us and hope that you continue to join us every two weeks for another episode of Odyssey. If you have any questions, comments, constructive criticisms, or just want to say hi then you can find us at temporalplaygrounds.com slash odyssey or email us at temporalplaygrounds at gmail.com or find us on Facebook, Odyssey, a Babylon 5 RPG podcast, or Reddit, r odysseyb5. Babylon 5 was created by J. Michael Straczynski and is owned by Warner Brothers Domestic Media. The Babylon 5 role-playing game was produced by Mongoose Publishing, utilizing the OGL gaming license for D20. Our audio engineer is Gabriel Belden. Our theme music, Titan Striker, was composed by Evan King. Incidental music provided by Tabletop Audio at TabletopAudio.com. All other music provided by Creative Commons License and is available of information on our website. Once again, I am Daniel, and I thank you for joining us on this grand adventure. Good night, and keep dreaming.